Hey everyone and welcome back. Well, the whole idea of this project was to talk to as many different people in as many different countries as possible. Um, but tonight I'm speaking to Alison in the United States in New York City. Um, I've already done two chats in, in the States already, but I just felt like this wasn't this project wasn't really complete without speaking to somebody in NYC given um, the situation that they are in at the moment this this was such a wonderful chance to really speak to someone in a really really quite hectic situation but still finding that silver lining and still finding those opportunities to laugh and make the most so I really hope you enjoy this chat as much as I did. Hey, Alison, how are you? I am okay. You're okay? I am okay. You're up yep. early. I am up early, um, for, mostly for this. <laughs> oh, bless. Thanks so much. I appreciate that. That's great. So I just, um, I, I don't know if it's that I have this, and, and I don't think I'm the only person that has this theory that my computer and my phone is always listening to me or even reading my mind. Mm. But every time I have um, a chat lined up with somebody, if I go and check the news, there'll be a story about that particular place, <laughs> like the day that I'm doing it every time. Yep. It's so bizarre. And I just happened to read, um, and obviously, you know, New York City is in the news a lot at the moment, but I did happen to read an article, I think, from The Guardian just earlier um, in regards to the situation in New York City. Do you want to um, talk me through how you are going personally and, and what's happening around you? Well, um, in New York City, and these numbers are, are at this point old, in the U.S. we lost over 1,200 people between yesterday and today. And in New York City, our cases are at, these are yesterday's numbers again probably, yeah. 114,775. And our deaths are at 3,565, um, which is, is rough. You know, it's rough. Um, and uh, last week it was not people I knew who were dying. And this week it's people, family members of friends. Really? Yeah, who are dying. Wow. So, you know, in the space of a week and we are, so New York is 30 days in. Cuomo says in seven days we'll hit the apex. So this is going to keep getting worse for seven more days before we hopefully start going down. Right. Um, it's, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I caught it, a mild mm -hmm. case of it, and am, you know, quarantine, quarantining myself at home. Mm -hmm. And my boyfriend is, you know, going out and, and doing everything um, that needs to get done uh, because I I shouldn't go out. You know, our, our elevators, you're meant to keep a six-foot distance between you, mm -hmm. and our elevators are not six feet long. Yeah. 
So if you get one person in there, then there's the potential to infect that one person. So I'm pretty much like a mole in the apartment at the moment. Um, and the uh, we live opposite a hospital, so I can look out the window into the um, ER parking lot. And uh, on average, there are three ambulances outside. And one day there were 20. So that's, you know, when you see that, that's alarming and you don't quite know what's going on. Um, you know, is, is, are they, are they going out to pick up people? Is, has someone come in and they'll never walk out again? Um, I take care of my, um, mother-in-law. So my husband died, um, in 2016 of pancreatic cancer, but his mom is still alive and she's 97. She's actually from Sydney. Oh, really? Yeah. And she lives alone in her apartment. So I've been, you know, periodically bringing her over uh, groceries, but, you know, having something over my face and wearing gloves for the last few weeks. Um, and she uh, let a neighbor who was very upset into her apartment to talk to her. And the neighbor has um, has her son, her son's pregnant girlfriend, and her son's mother who just came out of a nursing home. And nursing homes are, a lot of people are dying in nursing homes mm. at this point and retirement communities. Um, and so I really got angry at her. I said, you know, you don't understand. You can't let anyone in. Mm. And to impress on her the last time I went, and fortunately, because I, I came down sick about two days before I last saw her, um, I said, you can't even let me in. Because right. my talking was not convincing her that it was really important. Mm. And I stood in the hall, I brought her groceries and I brought her some cash so that she could order from the deli if she needed to. Mm -hmm. And now I'm wishing I had brought more because I'm out of operation for 14 days. And that means being the mostly the primary caregiver for her, I need to find a way to take care of her when I can. Mm -hmm. um, so. Really, really <laughs> tough situation. Um, do you, I've noticed that a lot of the kind of older generation have been, not, I don't want to use the word lax, not, not, not taking it seriously, but I'm not sure if they're not understanding or they're, they, I don't know, are at the point in their life where they just think it doesn't matter or, but it's, it's very common. I hear the same sort of stories that, that the older people are letting, people come into their house or just kind of going about life as, as if things were kind of normal. Well, I mean, I think, I think a part of it is that, um, you know, my, my mom's in a retirement community and they were so careful because it was flu season before it was coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And so they were already um, having their staff take temperature and and 
you know, doing all this stuff mm. before this came along. And, and then they locked down pretty early and still it got in. So okay. my mom lost a good friend yesterday, oh, two days ago. Really? And it, yep. And another one is, and so now they're, I think that, that loneliness is a huge thing. You know, and loneliness is something I'm really worried about with my mother-in-law because mm. when the, the phone rings, she can't get to the phone fast enough to pick it up mm -hmm. with her walker. And so she, a lot of the time she just doesn't bother. And mm. the problem with that is that <clears throat> then she can't, she's not talking to people and, and now she's not seeing anybody and she's a sociable person. Yeah. And that's just extraordinarily painful. So one of the things my mom is doing, um, she's on the, the residence council of the retirement community they live in, is they're trying to figure out ways to connect people up mm -hmm. virtually. Because, you know, we have, we have a, a weekly family Zoom meeting. Yeah. Because it's the only way we'll see each other and you know and i go and i sing open mic not as a professional but as an amateur most monday nights and i don't know when i'll see those people again mm. uh, um and so i set up a zoom for monday night oh that's great you How know because well i mean there's about 50 people who go there but mm. I will honestly be surprised if we don't lose some people to this. Mm. I mean, I've, I'm pretty sure I got it and I was running, um, not horribly high fever, but I was running fever and clammy over and over and over and over again for two or three days. And I have friends who have come through it and hit 102, 104 fevers. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and the hospitals, we don't have enough tests. No. And the president has totally botched it. Yeah, so I was reading today that um, that not only you ran out of tests, but that, that the hospitals and themselves didn't have enough, like, protective equipment for the staff who worked there either. So a lot of nurses and doctors actually caught it just for yes. to be so close to people and not having the right gear to keep themselves protected i mean that seems like a, a, a an horrific oversight like how is that possible well i mean it, it's possible because this this president doesn't value science mm. so back in january when the scientists were saying you need to pay attention to this this is coming mm. He closed the borders to flights from China, but that's pretty much it. Right. He, he kept saying, um, you know, it's going to be fine. It'll be gone by Easter. Don't worry. And until very recently, he's been saying that. Mm -hmm. And the problem is that then the people who follow him, they don't pay attention to the social distancing with the result that in those states, I think it's going to be very bad because they didn't clamp down early enough. Um, and at least in theory, I mean, our numbers are horrifying. 
but we are potentially coming up to the top and then we'll start going down. There are places in the south they haven't even been touched. Yeah. You know, Louisiana, where they had, there's a there's a, a church in Tennessee, I think I was reading, and they're planning on having services today. Oh, right. Thousand-person churches. If they do that, mm. you know, people are going to drop like flies. It's irresponsible. But part of it is, you know, the this president and the um, people who follow him have been saying, you know, no big deal. You don't need to shut down. And, and so people follow their leaders. I mean, we're, we're lucky in New York to have Cuomo who's really stepped up mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and who's really, um, he says, these are the facts. It's bad this is what's going on, but it's comforting to have someone actually telling the truth. Yeah, for sure. And so I also read that there, there was a Navy ship that came in that had something like a thousand hospital beds on it, but they're not letting COVID-19 patients on it. So what, why is, what is the, the story there? What, why not? <laughs> well, I mean, they, they have let patients on it who then turned out to have COVID-19. Oh. And, and so they're, they've quarantined them, and then they're looking to move them down to the Javits Center, and oh, yeah. the, the, which is a huge convention center on the west side. Mm -hmm. And the Javits Center was meant to, initially we heard it would have 1,000 beds, and now we have heard it has 2,500 beds. Okay. Um, but you know, where, where I live, I have a hospital across the street, a hospital three blocks down and the medical examiner's office on my street mm -hmm. and a homeless shelter. So, you know, it, it's, it all is, is, is right here. Um, and so it's just, it's very weird not to be able to go out. If you go out, you know, people are really shying away from each other. Mm. If someone is coming too close to you, you're, you'll go to the other side of the, the pa pavement or the street or whatever. Yeah. Um, one sort of nice thing that's ha been happening for about a week is at seven o'clock, people go out on their balconies or go out on the street and they um, clap for the healthcare workers. And the cars honk. Oh. And that goes on for two minutes at seven o'clock every evening. Wow. Um, and, and at the one across the street, the healthcare workers come out and stand in front of the hospital. Really? As people are clapping them. Yep. Oh. Yep. And so there's sort of banging of pans and cheering and, you know, people are are out on the sidewalks or out of their windows or out on their balconies and just, you know, expressing appreciation because there are people going to work and they're the healthcare workers who aren't always appreciated. And they're the people who are still staffing the grocery stores and still yeah. delivering stuff yeah. and still doing all that. And, and very often they're doing all that 
without the proper, um, you know, things over their faces. Exactly, without the, yeah, the proper gear. You know, um, um, it's, it, it's rough. Yeah. It's really rough. And, and you just have to, um, you know, the only thing is to, to sort of, there's, there's two schools of thought. There's sort of, I, I'm just going to sleep until this is over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> or, you know, this is, this is just too much and I, I just won't be able to do anything till this is over. And then there's the people who were like, oh, this is my opportunity to get that book done, to get that this done, that, you know. And, and neither of those is really sustainable. No. No. You know, no. I mean, some days I wake up and I've got lots of energy and other days I wake up, I've got nothing. Yeah. And so, you know, it's important for me not to beat myself up on the days when I don't have anything. Yeah. Um, and just do little, you know, routine tasks, but it's hard to, it's such a weird thing. You know, we have, I'm, I, I live with my boyfriend and we have a 750 square foot apartment and uh, we both, you know, his work, everyone's working from home mm. and he has conference calls. I have consulting calls. We have, you know, mm. basically two rooms to work out of. So sometimes he gets the living room and sometimes I do. Sometimes he gets the bedroom. Sometimes I do. You know, mm -hmm. I do. my friends who have kids are, are oh, mate. Yeah. you know, they're the ones who work from home. They're both working from home and schooling the kids, <laughs> schooling the kids. <laughs> it's ridiculous. We're doing, you know? Yeah. 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 My husband is, has been able to go to work up until probably this coming week. So, mm -hmm. and only because he, there's a regional office close by, which nobody was going to. So it was only him and one other guy. So it was fine. But now they're, they're potentially um, kicking them out of there and we're panicking because it's just, uh, we've, we have a three-year-old and a six-year-old. It's 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 like, oh, no. yeah, at the best of times, I mean, he won't be able to do anything. So it's, going to be interesting um and oh, I yeah. feel that, that that energy thing you know it's it's some days I wake up and I'm like you know I'm grateful I my kids are home and that 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 makes me feel calm because I've got them close to me and I can control that and you know this you're right like you know I've got opportunity to finish reading this book that I've been reading for you know two years or <laughs> start something else and then other mornings I wake up and I just think well what's the point like just everything feels kind of pointless and and you know the world's gone into chaos and who knows when it will end and it's kind of like I cycle between that kind of um those feelings but I mean well I think that's absolutely authentic i mean that's the real experience and we're we're living like there's there's no you know uh, i i consult i tutor um and i i speak um and but there's no time 
you know, aside from the anchoring of when I'm tutoring the kids that I tutor, mm -hmm. um, that's the only way I know what day it is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know. It's like, well, I have an appointment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when, you, when you said to me the other day, so it'll be your Sunday night, and I was like, when's that? Like, <laughs> when's Sunday night? What day is it? Oh, I know. Somebody asked me, I finished this jigsaw puzzle today. It was a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle of Gustav Klimt's mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. The Kiss. And, um, and they said, how, how many days did it take? And I was like, um, maybe five, six, I don't know. I, like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember when I started it. <laughs> I know, I know. But I think we just all need to cut ourselves some slack. Oh, These are unusual times, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and a lot of people will get sick. I mean, I actually think that many more people are getting sick than are being tested as, as in the U.S. We don't have the tests. Definitely. Oh, I think that's so. the same across, across the world. I mean, there are a few places where they've, they were allowed to sort of develop their own private companies were allowed to develop some tests, um, like in Germany, they test, they've tested loads of people, but in general, most of the places I've spoken to, they, they, there are only testing people who had either just returned from overseas, um, which mm -hmm. I guess is mm -hmm. going to finish soon because nobody's flying anywhere at the moment. Nope. Um, and, or had been in contact, close contact with somebody who had a confirmed case. So here in mm -hmm. Australia, our numbers would not be representative of who's actually had it. Um, just given the amount of people who are turned away from actually being tested. Because initially we had very, very few tests available. Right, right. We've got more come in now, I think, and so we, in particularly in New South Wales. But we had a huge uh, – I said – you said you weren't going to swear. Um, so I'm, no, I'm, I don't care. <laughs> no, but I, I don't, don't care. <laughs> huge screw-up. A huge screw-up. So we let some cruise ships in and um, – and now there's like, I read today, there's actually a homicide investigation going on because mm. they think that the staff or the, I don't know, whoever runs the company lied about people having symptoms on the boat. Um, yes. And then they came ashore. And so we had like, you know, maybe a dozen or so cases before that, right. and it, they would they were just kind of let loose in Sydney, and they just went wandering everywhere. And some of them mm. went straight to hospital because they were sick, and they, it turns out they did have it. And now it's sort of exploded a bit, but but nothing on the scale of of you know you guys or even in some other countries around the world. We're still relatively um, low, I think, um, but we well, do have a much smaller population. But, but bear this in mind, 30 days ago, we had 15. Okay. One five, 30 days ago. And as of 15? yesterday, we have... In New York City, 30 days one, ago, 15. One five, 30 Whoa. days ago. And, and as of yesterday or late yesterday, 3,565 deaths. Oh, okay. So, so, you know, I mean, really... I know your population is much more spread out than ours, but really, mm. really take this seriously because oh yeah, no, we it's we, crazy. Our, yeah, our government did, did a very similar um, Trump thing in the beginning, and they were like, 
a bit kind of, I don't know, it was all kind of protect the economy at all costs type. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But they very quickly um, backflipped on that and, and, and we were suddenly facing daily kind of um, updates and, and changes. And, and now it's like people, uh, the police are actually out finding people. You can get fined up to about $11,000 if you're caught doing wow. something wrong, which, which is like, you know, literally being outside with more than one person mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. your house and, and being outside without a good reason. So you're allowed to like go for a walk or exercise with somebody like, yep. but, other than that, um, we're allowed to go to the grocery store or the pharmacy, but that's about it. Yep. Yep. So, Cause we had, I don't know if you saw it, if I've said this to almost everybody I've spoken to, but we had all these people a couple of weeks ago, go to the beach at Bondi beach. Yep. Hundreds and hundreds of people. And just after the government had come out and said, okay, you know, we're social distancing by this amount. And then these photos went viral. And then that was like the next day they went into cabinet and came out and they shut the beach completely. Right. Right. Most well, of the beaches uh, in Sydney. Yeah. Totally. Well, so, I mean, they, they didn't shut the, the Florida governor is a, mm. is a Trump follower. Yeah. And so he shut the beach like maybe a week and a half ago. Right. All the beaches in the, in the place. And so we had the same kinds of stories the middle of March. Yeah. Thousands of kids on the beach. And now those kids are there. They've come back to where they live. And a lot of them have brought it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, um, choirs singing like church. Yeah. There are some of these church leaders who are saying, well, you know, God will protect us and we're going to hold. Yeah. There's a horrifying story out of Washington state where a few weeks ago, a choir got together. There were six, 60 people in the choir and uh, 45 are sick and two have died. Wow. And, and nobody was coughing. So their theory is since it can travel through the air and it may be able to travel through the air even more by the beach with the wind, Mm. um, since it can travel through the air that the, the expiration of breath when you sing is bigger. Oh. And so there were more droplets flying through the air and people got sick. Yeah. Okay. You know, there's this guy who says he's going to hold three services in his thousand-person church today. Yeah, right. In Tennessee or something, and and people think, will die. Yeah, I think these are the things I I tend to. My mantra is, just worry about what you can control, because I find a lot of people, like friends or family members, and they oh, you know, I saw these people out on the street and they were doing this and such and such is still, you know, continuing on life as normal. Right. And it's so easy to get really wound up about that, like, and get anxious and feel, you know. Yep. And some anger, I guess, and some and some kind of like, you know, what's wrong with these people? Why can't they just do as they're told, you know? And yep, yep. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just having to now kind of just 
I guess look the other way. It's, there's nothing I can do about it and it's, it's, it's not helping me getting anxious about it and I just have to be like, well, I can't control that. I can't do anything mm-hmm. about it and I'm just going to continue to do what I know is the right thing and keep, you know, my kids home and yep. stay home and wash our hands and, and just hope that, you know, I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm certainly amping up self-care just to help my own emotional steadiness, you know. So what do you do? um, Sort of eat mindfully, like we're doing more cooking and we're doing more um, laughing more. I've, I've created a couple of sort of resource lists, both for adults and for um, people who have kids since I tutor. Um, which I can ship over to you the links, but there's all kinds of things happening like audible, the um, book recording thing um, now has stories read by people all for all ages, like pre-K up to teenagers, just someone reading stories and it's free right now. Yeah. Um, so there's there's all this stuff that people are doing and offering. Um, I do a lot of looking at funny things. The um, the Kashmiri goats that have taken over that town in Wales. Yes. It makes me laugh so much. They're it's so, so great. They're so cheeky. They just look like they're they're so smug. Like they're just like. I know, but you you need stuff like that right now. And the there was one that came out. Um, the Getty Museum challenged everyone to dress up like famous paintings. Just I just looked at it this afternoon and sent it to my husband, who was sitting in the same room as me, but he was on his computer, so I emailed it to him. I was absolutely crying with laughter at some of those. Exactly, exactly. And have you seen the British family? No. Uh, from Les Mis singing no. one one day more. No. Oh my gosh, you have to look it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we have to find things like that. Yeah, you know, we definitely. have to share stuff like that. Yes, I agree. And people are finding the most creative ways to deal with their boredom. <laughs> it's just brilliant. Oh dear, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still laughing at some of those. That's museum. Oh, my, my, that was so good. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. My my boyfriend told me he he's in this community and there's a a guy who posted that he and his wife were playing this fun game called Why Did You Do It That Way? <laughs> and nobody wins. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think I think that we're going to find um, a lot of relationships are either going to end up being strengthened and people are going to be renewing the, their vows or three months later, the divorce courts are going to be full. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, in the meantime, how do we like connect one to one? Like who needs, who needs a virtual hug? Who needs yeah. a, yeah. Hey, let's set up to actually see each other. Yeah. Um, I find myself, it's weird, like reaching out to people. I, I, I 
that I would maybe only speak to once or twice a year. And all of a sudden I'm finding this overwhelming desire to want to chat to everybody at the moment. <laughs> I'm, I messaged my mate tonight and I was like, can I call you? And he was like, what? I'm just about to sit down for dinner. Let's chat tomorrow. And I was like, no, no, now I want to talk to you now. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'll call you tomorrow. <laughs> it's all right, fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's the thing. We, we, especially here with this president it it's become so nationalistic mm. and i mean we live in one world yeah not multiple worlds one world we all inhabit this planet and and so you know i mean i i, I also see possibility in this like the 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 oceans and the streams are clearing up some the skies are clearing up some the yeah. you know we're sitting more lightly on the planet um and all those companies that have said well but you have to go to work and you have yeah. to sit in your chair for eight hours yes. <laughs> guess what stuff gets done even when that's not the case so what even does when that the open kids up are running around <laughs> snapping at their heels they're still managing to get stuff done i know it will be really interesting to see whether or not we just default back to life as normal or whether we will take, mm -hmm. you know, some of this forward with us and hopefully. Yeah. I mean, the other, the other, I, I totally agree. And the, the other thing is I was talking to a, a friend and I think you'll probably appreciate this. <laughs> she has a, a three-year-old and she does consulting and, you know, creates products and does all this other stuff. And she's trying to figure out how to do her work while her son wants to always have his hands in her armpits and is shrieking, mama, mama, mama. <laughs> so. <laughs> I know, it's so rough. I just, oh my God, my son. Right. Like if I'm trying to talk to somebody and if he, he gets in those kinds of moods and he'll, he'll, he'll stand there, he'll grab my face and just scream, mom and mom, mom, mom. In my <laughs> face. I'm trying to talk to somebody. Oh, I feel her pain. I really do. But you know, the idea of, of like including life in work is, is yeah. actually healthier. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, well, well, but you can't, you can't combine those. Those don't have, guess what? Now they do. <laughs> you know? Here we have the bedroom workspace and the living room workspace. And we each get one. Do you, do you like flip a coin in the morning or is it like a scissors, paper, rock or what do you, how do you, how um, do you it, it has a lot to do with who has more meetings. Oh, you've got to book more meetings. <laughs> So if he has more meetings, then, then I'll take the bedroom. And if I have more meetings, then he'll take the bedroom. Um, and, and, you know, I tutor kids. And so basically last week I had the bedroom for one of my kids. And I said, we have two workspaces in my house. I am currently in the bedroom workspace. And the mom was like, I got it. Okay. <laughs> because what are you going to do? You know, you just have to explain and move on. Yep, exactly. Just make it work. And that's the thing is that, you know, we, we give ourselves, we've been giving ourselves collectively 
all these excuses for reasons not to do things in a particular way. And now when we don't have those excuses available to us, suddenly we can do it. <laughs> you know, the impossible is suddenly possible and working, you know, maybe not perfectly, but I'm sure that some very clever people will come up with ways to make this work perfectly. So. Yeah. And, and so then what does that make possible for all the moms who got bumped out and then wanted yeah. to come back to work, but still wanted to be home some of the time? Yep. And what does that mean for, I mean, it could recalibrate the entire way that we're allowed to work in, in a way that's much more sustainable. Yeah, definitely. And I think that, that companies that want to stay relevant and that consider themselves to be innovative should yep. theoretically be the, the first to kind of lead the way in, in that charge after this is all over. And I, I for one, would be, would be ha very happy to see that happen, you know. I hope that does happen. Yeah, yep. yeah, definitely. Oh, good. It was, it was, it was great to have a, a, a good laugh with you. That was that, about the three-year-old with his hands on his arms. <laughs> I'm, I'm, still, I'm still crying. <laughs> so. I mean, I could just see it, you yes, know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Excuse me while I just remove my son's hands from my armpits and I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll be right with you. Excuse me, my son is just shrieking and I'll be right with you, you know. Excuse um, me, my kids are fighting. Yes. I'm just going to, you know, step away for a moment and then I'll be right with you. Oh, man. But the, the humanness of it is, is yeah, comforting. It is, it is. And that we're all in it together, you know. For Now I've spoken to every, not every, but I've spoken to the States all through Asia, Zimbabwe, South Africa, all in Europe. Wow. I mean, everyone's, everyone's going through pretty much the same thing, you know, in, mm -hmm. in, in one way or another. Oh, well, I will let you get on with the rest of your day and um, I hope you find some funny things to watch and please do share them with me if you do find any more. And if it's okay, I might check back in in a, in, a, in in about 10 days or so and and see how things have progressed yeah glad to cool that would be great glad to. it was really good to talk to you thanks Alison. it was a pleasure <laughs> <laughs> have a great evening thank you i think i'll go to bed soon thanks so much okay bye, bye.